1: Hey everybody, this is Ty Tabor from King's X. You're listening to Jay Scott on The Hook Rocks. Life
2: is a bitch, but I like it so much. I just a sign for.
1: Hey, everyone, it's Jay Scott. Welcome back to the Hook Rocks, the Ultimate Rock Community Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying your day. Thanks for tuning in once again. Always appreciate when you uh, listen and uh, give us some feedback. Don't forget to write us a review wherever you do podcasts. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Platform, a great platform of music-related podcasts. Check out my friends Tom and Zeus on the number one Kiss-rated podcast, Shout Out Loudcast, Martin Popoff, The Rock Historian, Mistress Carrie out in Boston, as well as the Hanging and Banging podcast with Ron and Esty, Carmen of Peace and Vinny Apice. Uh, follow them wherever you do your social media, Pantheon Pods, also Podcast.com. Follow The Hook Rocks wherever you podcast on every platform, Apple, Spotify. Amazon, Google, were available everywhere, so please do that when you get a chance. Don't forget to set your app to automatic download so you get the latest episode for The Hook Rocks. We've had some tremendous episodes over the last few weeks. Gilmore from Triumph. We've had some great new music spotlights with the Georgia Thunderbolts, Scarlet Rebels, uh, Naked Gypsy Queens, Fortune Child, you name it. Uh, we've always had great new emerging rock bands on the show, so check that out as well. Don't forget to check out the Scott Gorham interview, with the great uh, lead guitarist from Thin Lizzy. And uh, we've got another great episode for you today. we like to welcome back Leah Metcalf from the band The Mysterines, talking the new album. What's going on, Leah? How are you? Hi, hey, Jay. How are you? You're always- I'm doing well. Thank you very much for doing this. I'm really excited to talk with you about the album. Excited about the album. Really, um, Reeling is the name, which was released, what, earlier this month? Uh, just a tremendous rock album. So let's dive into it. Yeah, sure. Let's so this album just released 2022. We're all dealing with the same thing all over the planet, all over the globe, dealing with the pandemic. When was this album recorded? When when was the music recorded for the album?
0: During the pandemic. During the pandemic? Yeah, recorded during the pandemic, pretty much, uh, in London.
1: Was it early on in the pandemic, or was it... um...
0: The first bit of the album was, the first week was in... uh, July, the second week was in November that year, and then a week the year after in March. So
1: So this was recorded basically almost two years ago.
0: It's, yeah, pretty much started, yeah, two years ago. We we pretty much started recording the album two years to the the day it was released, weirdly. Um, But, yeah, strange times, Jay. (laughs) What's it like...
1: Writing music, recording music and then sitting on it for two years, how do you stay connected with the music?
0: I mean, I think if you like it, then it's not really a struggle, I suppose. And if you believe in it and you know it's gonna be a record, you can't like give up on it. So, you know it's not like I'm gonna throw my weight around being like, I don't connect to this anymore, we're not releasing the record after we just spent fucking ages recording it. So I guess, you know staying connected to it is just because you like it. So I didn't really struggle to to do that. I don't think anyone did. Well,
1: as an artist, you know, you're always wanting to create, right? I mean, that's what you, you know, you do. You're always on to the next song you're creating, you're inspired when you have these songs recorded, the album is, is sitting there waiting for its release and you're, you know, you're writing music, right. You're finding different inspirations and, you know, obviously you have to like the music you, you, uh, you do record because you wouldn't put it out if you didn't. But in terms of that, um, that connection, you know, when you're moving on, moving forward, and now you've got to kind of go back you know, and, and talk about this music and talk about these songs. Is that a strange place for you to be in?
0: Um, I suppose so. I mean, it's sort of like, I never really know what to say because I want the, the album to talk for itself. You know what I mean? And you never really want to give too many answers away. It's sort of like when you go and watch a film and someone like tells you the whole film before you've seen it, it like ruins the film. You know what I mean? So I suppose talking about it is just sort of you try and withhold as much information as you can before someone's listened to the record and then they can comment comment for themselves really. But um, yeah, I suppose, it, I suppose it is weird. I mean, we just wanted to get it out, to be honest. We were sat on it for ages. We all wanted to just go on tour and play it because we liked the songs. We wanted to play them live. We were playing old stuff live that we didn't really like. So we're just happy that we're in a place now where we can. People can listen to the record if they've got, you know, questions about the record and then we can just play it live for people to listen to, and then they can enjoy it.
1: So the last conversation we had, um, you discussed getting a lot of inspiration through reading. You read a lot of books and, you know, that's really kind of where you find your, your inspiration to write, your, the content to write lyrics. Um, as things progressed around the world with what was happening and visions and, 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 visuals were, were seen on TV of things happening and, and, and the world kind of shutting down, how much did that affect your writing? Um, or was it just still the same process for you?
0: Um, I'm not too sure. To be honest. I mean, I moved out to start lockdown and I didn't have a TV in my flat. So, I wasn't really keeping up with the news, to be honest. I forgot there was a pandemic going on. Really, it just sort of felt like everyone had fucked off for a bit, and I had time, you know, to walk around the streets on my own and stuff. I guess I don't know. I didn't. I suppose I. I don't really watch the news, to be honest. It just makes me feel a bit ill. But um, I guess you know the apocalyptic nature of of the world at that point in time. Potentially influenced the record subconsciously, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it did. I didn't tend to look at any visuals of COVID though, because I get freaked out pretty easy by stuff like
1: I think not having a TV during the pandemic, I would consider myself. You should consider yourself the lucky one,
2: <laughs> because
1: <laughs> you know the the news coverage and just how how people were interacting with each other. I would, if I could go back, I wish I didn't have a TV. I wish I didn't have a way to kind of see the things that were happening.
0: Yeah, it did feel weird. It felt like everyone sort of felt like they were doing something wrong if they like spoke to someone or, you know, like, I don't know, people just sort of forgot what human nature meant, you know, and became really like scared of each other. And, you know, I don't want to get all political about it or whatever, you know, bullshit comes with that, but like, there was all, you know, that, that that was bound to happen. You know, separating people is never going to last very long because people like to drink. They like to listen to music together. They like to be emotional together. You can't, you know, restrict people for too long. And I'm all for, like, you know, at the time I was all for, you know, isolating and putting a mask on and, you know, I'm double jabbed and stuff. I'm not saying I'm against it. But it was a bit of a strange time, you know psychologically for everyone emotionally so I mean I enjoy being on my own I wouldn't even mind if we kept the the distance rule going now you know don't come near me won't come near you unless we know each other I wouldn't mind that but yeah it was weird I didn't mind recording an album in that time though because like I had something to do which means I'm pretty lucky because like a lot of people didn't have anything to do and they sort of like lost themselves a bit so I feel pretty lucky that we were, you know, able to record an album and, and I was able to write and have space at that point in time because so many people didn't have that. And yeah, I'm pretty grateful that we, we got to do that then. So I didn't find it I b I didn't find it a hindrance to us at all that we, you know, got to do an album in lockdown. I felt pretty lucky that we could, to be honest.
1: How did the restrictions affect the recording if it did at all?
0: We just had to separate it. So um we had to just do it a week at a time. So, you know, the first week was in March uh, 2021. Was it 2021? Yeah, I think it was March 2021 and then November 2021. So they're pretty big gaps, depending on what the lockdown rules were in the UK at that point, which, I mean, they were, they were quite strict for, for a short amount of time. They were really strict in small segments and then really lenient overall in a weird way. So I suppose it did affect it. But well, we've never recorded an album before, so we don't really know we've got no experience to base it off what recording an album's like. So I guess that's just all we know is recording an album in in lockdown. That's you know, so when we go to record album two, we might be like shocked a bit that, you know, you've got to do it in a in a full stint. <laughs>
1: How was that experience i mean you know you had some great momentum going into the pandemic with some great songs that you guys had written and released singles and videos uh you know here comes this unfortunate time in in, in our world and you know how how did you feel about you know, did you feel like you were losing momentum as an artist as a band as a result of this happening or You know, did you just put your head down and just record the music and just, you know, worry about what happens after it's recorded?
0: I didn't feel like we lost momentum, really. I didn't really care at that point because I didn't really, I didn't like the stuff we released. And I wanted to sort of revise what it meant to me to be an artist and get better at writing. So if anything, it was sort of pretty um, fated that this time had just been dropped into our hands to you know take time out because maybe if if that didn't happen then I'd still be releasing stuff like take control which I wouldn't be happy with so I didn't yeah I didn't really feel I didn't feel cheated out of anything I felt like it done me good to be honest as as a creative but again I'm I'm pretty lucky to be able to say that because a lot of creatives feel the opposite
1: You mentioned that you may not have liked the stuff that you previously recorded. Um, What do you mean by that? Because I thought that's, that, you know, stuff was, was great and excellent. I mean, but as you know, an artist, you're always striving to, to, to pull more out of you. What, what, what is your perspective on that?
0: Because they were, they were written when I was so young and I don't necessarily connect with them like we were talking about before at all anymore. I respect it because it was part of, of you know, the creative journey of the band and my writing and stuff. And obviously I liked it at the time. I feel bad saying I don't like it. Obviously, like, I wouldn't listen to it, but I respect it and I appreciate it and whatever. And I think just since doing the record, I feel a bit more sure of, of what the band is creatively, I suppose, and I, I just can't really make the connection to the earlier stuff with, with where we're going now, if that makes sense. But yeah, it's just like an artistic thing. It's not really like a, a, a personal thing at all. It's not a personal judgment against people who like loves not enough or anything, because it is a good song and they are good songs.
1: Where does that, um, where does that growth come from for you? You know, as an artist, I mean, does it come with experience? Does it come with, you know, getting older you mentioned you don't connect with those songs that were written when you were very young. Um, you know, where has your journey been in your in your headspace? You know, to to where you are now with the album "Reading."
0: I think I just process a lot of stuff that I didn't process when I was younger. Or you just get more experience. You have more influences. You decide who you are through your influences, or you know, you take tiny pieces of things and relate to them and i suppose you just understand yourself more you've got more to you've got more to give a fuck about and less giving a fuck if that makes any sense i suppose you're not trying to prove anything to anyone the older you get whereas you just want to make yourself impressed if that you know impress yourself with your own work whereas like then Well, I suppose I wasn't trying to do anything different then, but, um, I don't know. It's hard because you look at your 16 year old self is just quite chaotic, really, don't you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to stay connected with that, that 16, 17 year old self as you move farther and farther away from it. Um, you've also talked in the past about you being introverted, you know, um, being more, you know, um, you know, observant of things and has that changed at all? Have you found yourself being a little bit more open, being a little bit more extroverted as well?
0: Um, I don't, I don't think if you are introverted, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not open. Cause I'd yeah. say I'm pretty open. Mm-hmm. I think I just mean it in terms of overwhelmed or I meant it, sorry, overwhelmed by, Company, I guess, but um, I don't know really. I'd say I'm still pretty observant, but I like to be observant. Otherwise, you know, I mean, you, get, you kind of have to be if you're if you're writing about stuff. But
1: where, where did the writing inspiration come from on this album? Was through a personal experience, observation, um, trying to tell a story? What was that process for you? Where, where, did, the, where did all this, these these lyrics come from?
0: I'd say it was probably more personal than observational. Some of them were observational. Some of them are stories. I guess some of them are hidden behind characters. It's all from a personal point of view, just just put in like a, you know, a different way to sort of communicate, I suppose. But I guess just like everything that I'd been through up until then, was, was sort of what inspired the writing on the record.
1: Writing, you know, writing style, has that changed from the early stuff to now? I mean, have you, have you changed any process? Is it, is it something that you've looked into and made your music and art art better as you've moved forward?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, I've definitely established what I'm good at and what I'm not good at or well, not, not good at, but strengths and weaknesses and stuff. And, you always got to be pushing yourself and I know that the way I've written on this album can't be the way that I write on the next album lyrically I suppose so you've got to always have a different you know be changing stuff slightly so you can become better and stuff but it's definitely changed since since the earlier stuff it's gone a lot more um darker I suppose
1: do you look forward to that change? I mean, do you look forward to, you mentioned the next album is going to be a different style or different process, I should say, than maybe this album. Is that something that you look forward to and excites you? Or is it something that, like, you kind of have to keep build putting, putting another brick, you know, and putting, build, to keep building that, that house that you have, you know, in that framework?
0: Oh, really? The, the exciting part is building it and, The exciting part is like sort of not knowing what is going to happen, but knowing it will. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. And, you know, trusting that you know that you're gonna do something good and just following the process there. Obviously we've just released this album, so it's not like a it's not like I'm diving straight into that, but you know, a lot of a lot of writing has been done for the second album. And from what I've seen already from the first sort of reflection of what it could be. I'm, I'm excited for it.
1: Definitely. Are you still searching for the sound for, for the Mysterines or is this, you know, this album indicative of what you want the band to sound like and continue to sound like?
0: I think, I think there's songs on the record that definitely are that sound. There's songs that are reminiscent of the earlier stuff, but that was going to be natural anyway. I think songs like "Reeling Under Your Skin," confession song. In my head, they're probably on the run, dangerous. They're probably a bit more how I'd establish the mystery. And so yeah, I, I guess I guess our sound has been established and found. It just needs to expand. now, No, I guess.
1: You know when you think of the emerging rock scene and and how young a lot of these artists are including yourself evolution is very important right evolution as you grow as a person your music's going to grow and it's going to probably sound different that's just natural I mean you think of your own musical tastes what you listen to when you were 16 17 versus what you listen to 10 years later 20 years later um, that's always changing and some stuff you remain connected to some stuff you don't connect with anymore uh as far as the the evolution is is you know we we touched on how important it is to keep changing that process um but as being part of the emerging rock scene you know how important you know when you think of your art how important is it is it is it one of the most important things is it just something that's always there how important is it to keep evolving
0: I think it's important for, for every artist and musician to to keep evolving because you can't, you know, release the same record over and over again. People get bored. You can There's only so many times you can connect to something before. It's just, you may as well just, you know, if we release Reeling like three times after we've already released it, you may as well just not release it and just have the first record there and know that that's the best form that you're going to do it in you can't like keep copying yourself because you sort of become a parody of yourself then i guess so i, I think it's important for everyone not even just music just any person in general to try and keep evolving <coughs> constantly in life otherwise progression wouldn't happen i
1: think There's- the only band that gets away with uh you know releasing the same <laughs> album is AC/DC. You know, it's like <laughs> they're the only ones that get away with it because it sounds so cool. Uh, I can't think of another band.
0: Even then, you're still gonna put like "Back in Black" on on you. Is that what it's called? Or "Thunderstruck"? You're gonna put that on because they're the best songs. I you know mean, it.
1: Leah, I appreciate the time. I know you got to run here. Thanks for the quick moment. Um, thank you again for for sharing uh, for sharing your thoughts on the album.
0: It's great. Okay. Thank you very much, Jay, for
1: having me all right everybody that's leah metcalf from the band the mysterines i'm jay scott this is the hook rocks take care of each other stay safe we will talk again soon thanks